0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, August 3rd, 2017. I'm Broadway Worlds, Matt Tammanini. Thursday? Feels like a Monday. I I know that this week has been really (laughs) off for us, hasn't it? Sorry about that. It really
1: has. (laughs) Oh no. It's August. You know. My name is James Marina from Broadway Stars and BroadwayRadio.com.
0: Yeah, we have a we have a bunch of news to get through James like because we had the weird double interview episode on Tuesday and then we didn't have one at all on Wednesday there's a lot of stuff that we haven't covered
1: All right, let's jump right into it. The Prince of Broadway
0: begins performances tonight. Yeah, I just wanted to remind everybody that performances for the Manhattan Theater Club's Broadway premiere production of Prince of Broadway starts tonight at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. This is obviously a career retrospective review of the phenomenal director and producer Harold Prince. Has a bunch of people uh, that we know and love starring in it. You all know it by now, including Janet Tical, who we interviewed on Tuesday's episode. We'll have more information on that in the show notes. And a real quick... uh, Uh, congratulations going out to Broadway alum Bren O'Malley and her husband Saturday Night Live alum Bobby Moynihan who welcomed a daughter um, earlier this uh, I think it was at the end of July not earlier this month but Bren someone I've known for a while one of the first people I interviewed over at Broadway World so she's fantastic and those two are a great couple and Bobby's got a new sitcom coming out on CBS this fall so look out for that. All right James let's get into the news proper here and I'm gonna rapid-fire this stuff. Okay, Billy Porter and Stark
1: Sands to return to Kinky Boots.
0: Yes, yesterday, Daryl Roth and Hal Luftig announced that this September, Kinky Boots on Broadway will welcome back its original stars, Billy Porter and Stark Sands, as Lola and Charlie, respectively. The pair will rejoin the Best Musical winner from September 26th through January 7th. Former Charlie and original cast member Andy Kelso will return to the role next Tuesday for a seven-week run in between the final performance of Frontman from Panic at the Disco, Brendan Urie, and then when Stark comes back. Delaney Westfall will join the show as Lauren, beginning on August 22nd, taking over for Taylor Louderman, who will exit to begin work on the Mean Girls musical, which begins performances in Washington, D.C. this October. Sticking with the original cast theme, yesterday we learned that seven original London company members of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child would be leading the show on Broadway when it begins performances at the Lyric Theater next March. Jamie Parker will return as Harry Potter, Noma Dumaswini will play Hermione Granger, and Paul Thornley will return as Ron Weasley. They will be joined in the transfer by Poppy Miller as Ginny Potter, Sam Clement as Albus Potter, Alex Price as Draco Malfoy, I think I got that right with my lack of Harry Potter knowledge, and Anthony Boyle as Scorpius Malfoy. Am I getting those pronunciations right there, James? Uh, your Malfoys are, pre- are, 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 are perfect. <laughs> okay, good. The production also announced the rest of the ensemble, and these do have some familiar names to American theatergoers, including David Albies, uh, Edward James Highland, Byron Jennings, Alana Saunders, who played Tiger Lily and Peter Pan Live, and more. We will have that complete cast list in the show notes at broaderradio.com. Also announcing cast this week was the upcoming revival of Once on This Island. Directed by Michael Arden, the show will feature Philip Boykin as Tonton Julian, Alicia Desleroe as, as Andrea, David Jennings as Armand, Kenita R. Miller as Mama O'Reilly, and Isaac Powell as Daniel. The cast announcement also included eight storytellers, which is a little bit of a departure from how the show has traditionally been staged. So that's kind of interesting in this uh, Michael Arden, Ken Davenport production. Obviously, there will still be more casting announced, uh, including a lot of the gods, as well as Timon and specifically Urzuli. These last two are expected to be somebody from that open call that they had and a well-known theater star, Tony winner, potentially, um, as Urzuli. So that'll be exciting when they finally announce that. The show is slated to begin performances at the Circle in the Square Theater on November 9th. And finally in this section, James, on Tuesday, the production of Hello, Dolly! confirmed that Bette Midler will play her final performance in her Tony-winning role on January 14th, marking almost exactly 10 months in the role. At this point, there has been no announcement as to whether the show will close then or but I think is probably more likely if a replacement will be named. James, I would imagine that Scott Rudin would like to make a big splash with a big-name replacement for this. Um, I know that they're still kind of bandying about some names, but as much money as this thing's making, I think they've got to at least try to bring somebody else in. Two words. (laughs) Nathan Lane. (laughs) They could do worse. I I thought you were going to go Mandy Patinkin, and I was going to have to give you a (laughs) groan, but... Oh, you know, that would have been a better choice. Can we re-record that? (laughs) No, I think people would get mad
1: about that. Let's not go there. Okay. (laughs) All right. Non-Broadway shows... And
0: casting news. Yes, yesterday we learned that one of the greatest actors working on the screen today will be returning to her theatrical roots this fall, as the New York Theatre Workshop announced that Emmy nominee Carrie Coon would be leading the world premiere of Amy Herzog's new play *Mary Jane*, directed by Ann Kaufman. The play will begin performances on September sixth and is scheduled to play through October fifteenth. We will have the show's complete cast listed in the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com, and this will be one that I'm sure we'll be talking about because whether it was on *The Leftovers* or the third season of Fire Kerry Coon is unbelievably good, so we're glad to have her back on the stage. Yesterday, we also learned that Matt Doyle, one of my recent guests on Tell Me More, would be leaving Mrs. Lovett's Pie Shop for an equally disturbing locale in the off-Broadway premiere of A Clockwork Orange. Doyle will play George opposite John O. Davies, who reprises the role of Alex DeLarge, which he originated in London. Alexander Spencer Jones' adaptation of Anthony Burgess's 1962 novel will play New World Stages beginning on September 2nd and is scheduled to run through January 6th. Moving across the pond for our next two pieces of news, yesterday we learned that the legendary Shakespearean interpreter Sir Kenneth Branagh will be directing a production of Hamlet for the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. The production will feature Tom Hiddleston in the title role and will play a strictly limited three-week run from 1 through 23 September of this year. Hiddleston, known for playing the sometimes evil god Loki in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is a Rada alumnus, and all funds from the production will go to towards supporting RADA's Attenborough campaign, which aims to raise 20 million pounds. The play will be performed in a 100-seat theater, so they are currently holding a lottery to ensure that tickets are distributed fairly. If you are interested in entering, we will have the link in the show notes. And then finally in the UK, James, yesterday it was announced that Downton Abbey star Michelle Dockery will be joining Brian Cranston in Lee Hall's stage adaptation of the classic film Network. Directed by Ivo Van Hova, the National Theatre Production begins previews on November 4th and is scheduled to run through March 24th of 2018. All right. Small screen news like iPhone screen? Could be. Definitely could be. I've got the app on my iPhone. James, this is the reason why we delayed the release of this episode till 9 a.m. And that is because it was announced just at 9 a.m. that Broadway HD will be adding the recent Broadway production of Indecent, which closes on Broadway this weekend, to their streaming service beginning in January of 2018. It will join the recently announced editions of last season's Broadway revivals of Falsettos and Present Laughter, as well as Roundabout Theater Company's 2000 Broadway production of The Man Who Came to Dinner, as well as last season's If I Forget Off-Broadway. And then they will also have three productions from the Stratford Shakespeare Festival, all of these other than Indecent, joining the Broadway HD lineup in the next month or so. Speaking of Falsettos, we also learned Earlier this week at the uh, Television Critics Association meetings, that the musical *Falsettos* will air as part of PBS's *Live from Lincoln Center* in October. We don't exactly know the date yet, but keep an eye out for that, and we'll let you know when we do. And finally, sticking with *Live from Lincoln Center* now, um, the the show's Emmy-winning host Audra McDonald will be joining the cast of the CBS All Access show *The Good Fight* as a series regular. A spinoff of hmm. *The Good Wife*, this show stars Christine Baranski. Cush Jumbo, and more, Audra prize her good wife role of U.S. Attorney Liz Lawrence on the upcoming season beginning in early 2018.
1: It's funny. I ran into Baranski last night in Long Island City where they were shooting uh, The Good Fight. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I was just walking down the block. And I was, hey,
0: Christine Baranski. How are you? And she said, James Marino. I love Today on Broadway. I listen every day. Wait, you were there? I've got you bugged, James. Okay. Excellent. All right, what's (laughs) up in concert news? All right, again, we've got a theme developing here, sticking with Live from Lincoln Center. It was also announced at the TCAs that this December, Leslie Odom Jr., Sutton Foster, Andrew Reynolds, and Stephanie J. Block another recent Tell Me More guest, will all be performing concerts at Lincoln Center that will then be broadcast on PBS in 2018. Additionally, Foster will be joined by Jonathan Groff, and as the air dates for all of these concerts become available, we will definitely let you know. And finally, in all of our news catch-up stuff, Earlier this week, we learned that Alan Cumming and Leah Michelle would be headlining the third annual Elsie Fest concert, which was coordinated by Darren Chris, who will also be co-headlining. Also performing at the concert will be Norm Lewis and Ingrid Michaelson. The concert will be on Sunday, October 8th at Central Park Summer Stage, and additional performers and guests will be announced. General on-sale tickets go on sale tomorrow at 11 a.m. New York time. We, of course, will have a link in the show notes at broadwayradio.com. All right, what's up in the recommendation section? Well, we've got three things, and I won't belabor them because they're they're really good reads, um, but there are three different things, very, very different. The first one is a social media post from Come From Away star Rodney Hicks. A lot of people know him. He was an original cast member of Rent, mm-hmm. and um, this is something that a lot of people have been talking about for a while, but he has left Come From Away recently, and it has to do with a neurological disorder that he has that makes it impossible for him to sing anymore so he kind of made this formal announcement publicly on his social media and said that he's transitioning to being an an actor outside of musicals as well as being a writer he's got a musical that he's currently workshopping now Um, so it's really sad this is a guy who played paul in the original cast of rent and has had a really great career so it's really kind of sad to hear that a disease is preventing him from being able to continue as a musical theater artist but congratulations to him on a not only a wonderful career but a really poignant personal statement and i think that's a It was really, really nice to see that insight into what's going on with him. And then there's two articles that are a little bit less emotional, but nonetheless interesting. The first comes from Market Watch, and it goes inside Hamilton's Universal Swings. Instead of having a couple different people in each cast, they have the Universal Swings, which is not unusual. Big shows like Jersey Boys I know have had Universal Swings. But these are folks who can basically at any point in time jump on a plane and fly to any of the productions going around in the U.S., whether that's in New York, Chicago, or Currently, San Francisco, soon to be LA. If someone needs a day off, if someone's going to be on vacation, they fly these people into whatever production they need to be there, and that's really a, a really cool look at something that we don't talk a whole lot about uh, in Broadway shows. And then finally, one of my personal faves, Celia keenan Bulger did a really interesting interview with The Interval, which I know James is one of your favorite outlets. I'm so glad you included this because I was going to recommend that we include the Celia Keenan-Bolger. <laughs> thing it's, on Interpro. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, she talks about the play that she's in, um, A Parallelogram, the Bruce Norris play, but also goes into a lot more depth about it. And it's just, I, she's one of the most fascinating people in the world to me. I think she's incredibly talented, but that whole Keenan-Bolger clan was kind of raised as Activists and 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 socially conscious people so to hear her talk about some of the things that are important to her was really really fascinating So we'll have the link to all of those in the show notes at Broadway radio com.
1: Something you didn't include here. I was gonna rec- I was gonna ask you to take a look at it was the article in the New York Times with uh, Hal Prince and Jason Robert Brown Did you see that about the Prince of Broadway? No, I haven't seen that so um, Take a look at that. Maybe we'll talk about it more tomorrow, but I okay. um, I wonder, and nope, everybody knows what a huge fan of Jason Robert Brown I uh, I am. That if Jason Robert Brown might start directing plays and musicals, I know he has in the past some other stuff, done, but yeah, he's done his, done his own, own stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. but uh, he's got it. It 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 feels like from this Times article, it's like it's almost like a passing of the torch from Hal to hmm. Jason. So uh, interesting. very interesting.
0: All right. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt And subscribe to Something Like a Pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And my name is James Marino from
1: BroadwayRadio.com and
0: BroadwayStars.com.
1: Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. Hopefully, Matt and I will be back together to wrap up the week. (laughs) We'll talk to you then.